money out of your fans' hands and burned it in front of their faces with that piece of shit known as Tim. I want to I I be hyped. Burn! How and, you doing? And Tim and Steve are sucking it out of me. If you don't want to buy it because there's a woman in the game or on the cover, you can suck it. Clean your ass up. Scrub your ass. Put on deodorant. Do not put on Axe body spray. Uh, South Park for fractured but whole. <laughs> Wait a second, we gotta we gotta enjoy that title first. It's so good in the end. Your <laughs> fractured but whole. Fractured but whole. Uh, I don't, I don't like Who the fuck is Master Chief? This <laughs> happened. Third party money has nice. happened. I don't give a shit. This is a pretty good podcast. I'd say um, three out of five. Kill tacular. Yeah, that was on Xbox, and the only way as a PlayStation fan that you can be happy about that is is because you're happy that Xbox fans don't get to play it. I finally finished uh, Ori, which uh, took me 36 hours, 1338 <laughs> <laughs> Like, Forza doesn't, they don't program in 0 to 60 numbers. They don't program in how tight a car can turn, how much uh, traction a car has. They don't do any of that. But what they do is they put these statistics into their physics engine and they let their physics engine work it out for itself. You know how many times I've argued with people and they're like, We're so on a five! It's gonna, it's gonna, you know, and then it just got, it's like, it's the same shit all the time. It's like, I, I don't know, they have, you they came have, to reality and you were like, TAKE DOWN! You know, yeah, exactly. They, you know, Sony's gonna have more delays. It's just, it's a pattern all changed. I played Minecraft Story Mode, and if you don't like it, then fuck you. Right into the show at letters at xboxuncut.com. And now, your host, Dustin. Welcome to Xbox Uncut's weekly podcast. We're back for another crazy week of news, topics, game, discussions, all kinds of stuff. Letters, people, quick looks, maybe even a quick look guru. Welcome to the show, Eric. Welcome back. Hello, I'm here. I've been... Been here for a few minutes now. Been good. Well, thank you for being here, Eric. You're always bright in my day. Glad especially, to hear that. Especially, I saw that you, uh, not to get too far into this, but I saw that you were posting, like, quick looks of uh, Tomb Raider. Yes. It's, it, it was, it is amazing. I will talk about it later. It was amazing. Yes. Using that quick look guru Twitter channel. Like a boss. Oh, one second. We also have Steve Rules on the show today. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you, Dustin. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Steve from SteveRules.com. That's right. Or you could talk to the amazing Tim. What's up, guys? Tim Dalk on Twitter. Thanks for coming on the show this week, Tim. I know you're a busy man. A lot of Love respect. It. Yep. But Love it. Xbox another... Uncut. Yeah. Write us letters. <laughs> Write us letters. That's right. But let's just get into, uh, I feel, oh crap, why is this going into, okay, no, it just it started buffering for me on Twitch, but according to OBS, we're good. Uh, where to go from here? I have such an awesome pa- or panel. Uh, Steve, you're taking yep. over the mantle of letters? 
I am indeed. I am now Vern, which means no, no, that no, I'm going to begin. Steve. I'm going to begin with a nice little uh, opera piece. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to say that's that's just silly. So, what right. opera should I listen to, Steve? You know, like a like a bit of Chopin. Um, there's this this. Uh, it's probably more. Is that a classical? That's the. It seems like a respectable name. I'm sure if, if I listen to the show, you'll correct me next week. So, that's the best I got. Sorry, Dustin. Okay, no, it's <laughs> fine. I, I'm not going to hold it against you. Uh, Good. But yeah, if you if you haven't told. And where's Vern? Jeez. Vern ditched us to go with his wife to watch the Hunger Games. Wow. I want to see that now too. Yeah, yeah I want to see how that turns out. But that is what Vern is doing. He left us. But it's okay. Uh, we'll make up for it. We're a man down, but we can take it. Where, where's Jason as well? He's he's MIA. Dang, we're two men down. Jason <laughs> is uh he's putting brakes on a car. That's why oh, he's okay. not doing this. He has to actually get a car working. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my older oh. brother his car is broken down right now so he's helping him out but we the show must go on show it has must to go, go on. on except for weeks where like it's just me then i do a one-man show and i'm just like dee, 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 you know oh, damn. nobody pays attention hurts my feelings but as always we want to thank one saint for that amazing intro we appreciate all the work you do for us because you're awesome and i hear next week we will have our outro so we're going to retire the old outro as a special place in my heart. It's one of my favorite outros. We might still use it every now and then, but, uh, you know, for like Veterans Day, stuff like that. But, you know, we're going to replace it. Good. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve, I hear we have two letters, man. What, what... We, we do have two letters. The first letter is <laughs> Hello, Fellow Gaming Peoples. I play a lot of games. Should I start streaming all my gameplay and make sick YouTube videos? But I'm not that good at being interesting when talking to myself. From the wickedest of souls. Wicked, as you can tell already, I have a lot of personality. And this show started off splendidly. I've been really bad right actually. Uh, but most like YouTube videos, the reason they gain traction and how you're going to gain, gain popularity is just by being yourself and talking, you're going to get a group of people that follow you. Like, you know, we have one saint in Prophecy and Wicked Soul. They always follow us. It's you. You you follow me because we're a bunch of idiots that just chat about video games for, you know, two hours a week. Um, but, you know, that's, that's what you want to do. If you just, if you enjoy doing it and you enjoy putting the production value in it, I say go for it. Like, yes, it's going to be weird the first couple weeks where you're just sitting there like man i'm actually just sitting here talking to myself about the stick of truth or something dumb and you'll just end up it's almost like therapy to me personally like it, it really helps you just get you know you just talk for like two three hours even if you're talking to yourself and you're just like looking at a chat room and not a lot of people because what's going to happen is is your first your first six months is just going to be Oh, there's nobody in my chat watching me. I'm just going to talk about whatever to myself for 45 minutes while I play 
Tomb Raider, you know, and it's not going to be this fun experience for you. But it, it's something you grow into. You get more comfortable talking. Um, but I say go for it, especially if you already have an Ogato and you kind of have everything you need, which you don't even need anymore with the streaming apps on Xbox. I mean, you, you can kind of just do it with the Connect, and you'll have video, and it's an it's a good experience. It's just, it depends on how much money and effort you want to put into it. But you have to just be diligent with it. And you will build the Wicked Soul Empire. I, I will be a follower of the Wicked Soul Empire, I'm just saying. Tim, I, as I'd a person... Follow. Oh, I'm sorry. The other thing is, is just about, you know, you don't necessarily need, like, a specific time slot, but you do need just just to make sure that you have some sort of regular like weekly thing you know you just sort of keep going with it you know it's the sort of thing that you know you build anything you know if, you know if you sort of keep going and you know people people will come yeah i say 100% do it but do it however you you know some people just like making the videos the youtube tube videos and you know just try it out and do what you're, what you're about, and uh, it usually works itself out, like the guy said. I think everyone agrees you have to do it for a while before you can even, you know, before you start to see returns. Yeah, Wicked, Wicked is actually in Twitch chat. He said he was streaming before, but he kind of stopped, lol. Yeah, that's that's what happens to most people. Like, I'm not gonna lie. There have been times with this podcast where it was just like, "Wow, we're we've been doing this for a year and a half." Um, I'm kind of like just kind like, not growing out of it, but you just kind of get, "Oh, I gotta do, I gotta be there at 8 p.m. on Thursday. I gotta do this. I gotta set up all the show notes. I gotta do this. and it, it almost becomes a job, and that's where it hurts you. So you just gotta find a reason why you like to do it. And I just, honestly, I like sitting there hanging out with, you know, these guys and chatting about video games and talking about whatever, even though I'm putting up, you know, a lot of work to do it, like hosting a website and all that stuff, there's a lot to it, but you just got to find a way to make the work of it fun and excited, you know, just, I, I, I find it easier having a group of people to do it with than that it would be to do it all by myself, you know, um, it's, that's kind of why we've been slacking, and we've definitely been slacking on streaming on Twitch. I still want to do it, but between work and everything else, it's kind of hard. And that's why we changed the hours to 10 p.m. That way I'll be off work. Uh, but we will start actually streaming more often on uh, Twitch late at night. But the issue is, is like at the end of the night, and it's like, oh, now i got to stream some video game for an hour so that I keep building my Twitch audience so I'm not ignoring them or something. And I, it's understandable why people stop. You're also buying video games nonstop just to kind of have the brand new thing, the, the new shiny toy. It's expensive, you're right. But just don't feel bad if you're like bad at games or anything because most people that stream videos are awful at video games. So Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I recommend uh, streaming for us. Wicked, just stream for us. Just, yeah, and that way I don't have to do it. It'll be it'll make my life easier. Xbox community. <laughs> join, join us up. Yeah. Xbox Uncut. But, uh, Tim, how do you, like, because uh, you have a ton of followers on Twitter. 
I think you you're it's kind of the same boat. You just repeat you're always on Twitter, like always like, Yeah, there was a time when I remember when I used to like say like fifteen things to people and I got one response overnight. You know, it really I remember that. I remember that and then it's it starts to grow, you know, it's you know, and then for me it just blew up. But the thing is is that most of the time with these people that do these YouTubes like I talked to a lot of them, and there were times where they didn't have many followers. They did it where, like, you just did it even though you just did it for the, doing the show, even though you had few followers or people that tuned in. They just kept out of it. <clears throat> and then one day they hit a big uh, story or something happens, and, the, you know, and then it just starts to build. So it, de it definitely takes a lot of time. People, even in the podcast realms and the stuff – takes time and dedication and uh you know people really don't know but it is like 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 dustin was saying sometimes it becomes a lot you know you're, you're trying to balance everything and you try to make the fans happy the few that you have um but all in all um it is it is a fun experience if if you want to get into it um we still like doing it it's just that uh it is work a little bit like it could yeah. you can consider itself work well, I try to take the burden off of everybody that comes on the show. Like how we, and I know this really isn't the question, but like I, the most I ask of all everybody here is they have to run Audacity, and then they send me the file when they're done, and to try to be here kind of on time so we can start the show on time. But then you know technical difficulties, all that stuff. Like even today we had issues, um, but we try to make it so it's the best sounding podcast out there, that you won't have issues. That you know it's it's a good show. But you have to choose, like, as the host and as the person that's doing the, that own, like, that runs it. Like, I, I, I own Xbox Uncut. It's my thing. I have to make it easier for them to enjoy the experience. Like, I don't want Tim to feel like it's a burden for him to come on the show every week. I just want him to be able to come on, hit the record button, bullshit with me about video games for two hours, and then be able to leave at the end of it. And then we can go play Xbox or whatever afterwards. Uh, but... You know, that's if you're trying to gain a group of people, I think you have to. The work really becomes just your work and not the whole group's work. It, it, but it all depends on schedules and everything else. Sometimes a little bit of luck, you know. It's just it's yeah. it's it takes time. It's just it is. If you're going to get into it, expect to do it for a long time, and expect in the beginning um, that you know you might not see the results that you want, but in the end, if you just keep Going at it usually pays off in some way. Some, you know. Yeah. But I mean, don't you know. get me wrong. We do not make money off of this site or off the podcast or anything. We have an average listener base of about twelve to thirteen hundred people weekly that listen to this podcast, which is awesome. And you know, we get letters and everything else that come in through the week. But it's just, that's a very slow process, and it takes forever. And you're gonna go on websites and you're going to post your podcast that you put up, then people are going to be like, well, this is, uh, they're going to cut, they're going to blame you for spamming your website or something. And then you just kind of, you have to roll with the punches. It just takes time, but eventually you get a community and it's awesome. Like I love dealing with our, our community. It, we haven't had nothing but great people the whole time. Um, I've never come across somebody that listens to our show. That's just a complete asshole or anything. Like you, I just don't see him. 
And I don't know why, if that's because we're, we specialize in Xbox and we promote Xbox and we don't really go into fanboy wars. Like, we we talk about Nintendo probably once a month about how much we love them and even, you know, Sony products. The way you said that, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, we do. Yeah. We, we literally talk about Nintendo <laughs> once a month and just, like, fanboy out about how much Nintendo changed gaming for us. But that's just how, you know... I think that's why we don't get the hate that other websites get, like because we're not looking to start a fight. We're just looking to give you gaming news, talk about you know topics, you maybe even a little U- Ulysses S. Grant, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but yeah, that's that's. I think that covers it for the most part. If you wanted to start streaming and doing videos and actually like try to build a community, that's kind of what you really need to know. All right, then. Thank you, the wickedest of souls, for that letter. And we have one more, which says, Hey, guys, I have a question on Halo 5's story. There's no spoilers here, by the way. Um, Before I begin, I want to say that I loved Halo 5's campaign a lot. But there are some obvious flaws in the story, as you well know. My question is whether you think 343 will make a change from the current writers to people like Eric Nyland and Joe Staten. Both, of course, have extensive experience in the Halo universe and may well put together a more cohesive script and story. Or do you think that such a story existed for Halo 5 and they simply cut it due to cut it short due to time constraints? Yours, Hardeep, who is Gamer Hardy on Twitter. Anybody? Who's going to take it? I'll take it. Okay. Go for it, Tim. The floor is yours, Tim. <laughs> Um. Wait a second. Sammy has a really bad echo. And is that, who is that? Is that Sounds like hair? you. No, it wasn't me. All right. All right. Um. Go for it. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't as down on the story as a lot of people were. Um. I just finished it. Uh. I don't really. I don't know if we really want spoilers, but. Um. Uh. Yeah. I, I think those are two good people, and I think definitely they have to. Uh, fix the story a little bit and as far as um, I do think that they can do a real good job with the story in Halo 6 and I think they should focus on that I agree uh, and Joe State I, I know he was I think he, I don't know if he was involved with it I think he was somewhat involved with Halo 5 I know he used to be like you said but um, I'm with you they have to do a little tweaking to Halo 6 we all know it's coming so um yeah, so I agree with you. I think that maybe the story needs a little more depth for sure. I wasn't that down on the story as most people were, though. I thought it was an okay story. I mean, I gave the story maybe a, an 8. Usually it's yeah. a 10, but I'll give the story an 8. So that's what I say on it. Well, I just I thought the story, like what they did, did really well in Halo 4 was that Chief and Cortana sort of dynamic. And that's something that they did much better than Bungie ever did. But then in this one, like you kind of thought that with the end of Halo Four, that the kind of dynamic would be sort of Chief and Locke, and sort of almost like this sort of sprint across the universe-ish sort of kind of thing. But it it really wasn't. I mean, they were quite sort of, you know, okay. After they had the sort of the initial meeting, you know, the next time they saw each other, 
you know it, it wasn't really sort of built up as I, I thought it would so and it was missing that I thought that the best bits of the story again without sort of trying to spoil it was when was on the chief levels which there were only what three out of the 15 were chief levels <clears throat> so you know it, it did make me think well you know, that's, that's kind of a problem it just you know the characters just were a bit undeveloped on like Locke's team and it's like you know Spartan Locke is you know, for someone who doesn't sort of want to consume all the other stuff that they make it's you know that's just you know, sort of not what I'm overly interested in I just thought that he was just this guy that was there and it was like Buck was much more interesting partly because of ODST but just because the way that they presented the characters so you know they've they've got work to do, but I th- the way that they've set Halo f- uh, Six up, I think you know there's a lot of potential there. So I'm, I'm hopeful that they'll kind of go back to to what they did in Halo Four a bit. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I agree with kind of what y'all have been saying. I mean, I. I'm more of a fan of the Halo story than y'all are. Like Halo 5's story, I really liked it. But that's because I know all the lore and I know who the characters are, so it meant more to me. Um, And I understand if somebody on the outside was like, oh, I don't get, like, the... I guess the the closest thing you could say were, like, the inside jokes to Halo 5, you know, where you knew what the characters meant or where they were headed. But, you know... It's, you're not going to hit everybody's thing, so it's just it's just how the ball rolls, you know. <laughs> Eric, your mic is like Dixie Cup level bad again. All right, uh, we had uh, a couple Twitch questions real quick. Uh, Coated Broski as all right. Here's the Fallout one. I have never advocated war except for the means of peace. So seek so seek peace, but prepare for war, because war, war never changes. War is like winter, and winter is coming. This quote is, this quote, this is a quote from Ulysses S. Grant, used for by Bethesda for the Fallout motto. What does this quote mean in regards to nuclear war? It's pretty much just, into, it, Explaining what mad means, which is mutually assured destruction. Um, and just to be prepared. Like, you know, it's kind of like saying always carry a big stick, or like it, it's not, you know, I know this is kind of because Bethesda used it. Maybe it's a video game question. I don't know. But like, this is a kind of a weird question for us. But yeah, I think it's just like advocating mad. That's all. Anybody have an opinion on this Ulysses S. Grant quote? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) As a person that loves like the world wars and reading all about them and like this, I could go on about this quote for probably a good 40 minutes, but it's not really what we're here to talk about. (laughs) Uh, my question, okay, Prophecy says, my question is, how awesome is the chat pad with the Elite Controller? Let me tell you, Prophecy. It's awesome that you have the chat pad. It makes typing out messages a million times easier. I love being able to do it, use it however I need to. Um, 
And I have a funny story I'll add to the end of this. Uh, did everybody else get the chat pad? I've had it ordered for about three months, and I went to, when I saw you had yours, I thought, oh, well, I'll go and check and see if mine's been sent. And it has an estimated release date of April in the UK, so the you know, short answer to that is no, thanks, Microsoft. Yeah. Eric, are no, you still mm-hmm. here? Yeah, I'm here. Um, it, no. You did not get the chat pad. You're very low, right. by the way. I, did, I didn't I, get it. I need to get it, then. Yeah, the chat pad is awesome. I really do enjoy it. Uh, but here's the issue with an Elite controller and a chat pad. The Elite oh. controller uses a different type of plastic on the top of it than the chat pad does. The chat pad uses something similar to the original <laughs> controller. So you go from the extremely well-quality, like well-built, well-thick, nice plastic to kind of a cheaper plastic under your fingers uh, when you're so, typing. So it's like Men in Black. You go from that old busted... <laughs> What's it to called? the new old hotness. There's yeah. <laughs> a new hotness up top, then you got the old busters oh. on the bottom. And it's it's not like if I was just using a regular you Xbox controller, it'll chat be. Pad I wouldn't elite chat pad, it's true. <laughs> because the quality of the, the damn elite controller is just so high. Like you, It just uh, it feels solid. It feels everything. $80 chat pad. Come yeah, I'd, I'd pay $40 for a chat pad. You could play. You one. could play. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna get it, but um, I don't know if I Where could play. It? Does it does it affect you the way? Do you feel it when you play? Because it's cum- It looks like it's cumbersome. All right. So if you're looking at my camera, or wait, where is? Well, nobody can see active video. One second. There it goes. It should be back up. Sorry, guys. So if you're looking at my camera, you will see it doesn't actually affect where your hands sit. Like, I, I hold it like this, so it's not a problem. Ah, nice. So it sits nice and snug in your hand. It doesn't feel wow. like an issue. So when you turn it over, you know, you'll have the same just kind of standard. Ah, I really, you know, I should just go and get an Elite Control. I'm wait, I wanted to get a custom version of Elite Control, but you know what? There oh, is going to be a custom version. And... I know, right? <sighs> well, I think, Eric, what you have to... What you have to do is you have to buy the Elite Controller now, and then when the custom one comes out, you have to buy that as well. I have to buy another one. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, you've got to think about Microsoft's margins here. <laughs> you know, yeah. rather than rather than what's, you know, what's, what's, what's good best for, for your wallet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Phil Spencer needs a new beach holiday in <laughs> Hawaii or... You know, perhaps somewhere a bit further away, you know, spending all that elite money, you know, he's going to want to go somewhere fancy. Maybe he'll go to Australia. That's like on the other side. All right. Now, here are issues. Oh, oh, uh-oh. None of the, no, no, I already listed them all. I'm just busting oh. balls. Oh, all right. Uh, to be honest, though, I think, Eric, you need this elite controller and you need the chat pad. And this is I've why. I've been hearing a lot of good things. I heard people playing on Halo laughing at other people. Like, man, this isn't about people. Halo. Oh, sorry. We're, I'm we're, just saying. We're going, Eric, we're going PC Master Race. We're going oh, PC man. Master Race. And let me tell you, this keyboard works on computer, Eric. Wow. You get That's a fully a functional keyboard on your... Well, not fully. You don't get control of the leader or anything. But you get a yeah. keyboard. Yeah. So if you're sitting on your couch, Eric, and you got your PC plugged in, and you're and playing you that, just, and that. you're in that 4K, and you're just sitting there, That's and you're just crazy. like, I need to type something out real quick. That's nice. Talk a chat. Nice. Play your game up top. You get the white... Look, Eric. Eric, gotta show it. I got it right here. You, you, you really get PC me. Master Race, really... Eric. Look at look at this, Eric. That is 
the wireless yeah, adapter. That is I get nice. The wireless adapter. I get the chat pad and an Elite controller. I'm part of the PC master controller race. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that uh, the Elite. You're right. All that is really great. It is. Fuck a Steam controller. This is the way to oh, go. Oh snap! Tell you what. By the time we're done selling Eric all these different accessories, Phil will be on a round the world cruise. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about them being accessories, though. Honestly, like I know they're accessories. The chat pad's extremely nice for PC gaming because there's points where you need to type shit in, and being able just to have the chat pad part of the controller and where I don't have to have. I hate to say it. I don't want to have to pull a wireless keyboard next to me on the couch so I pull it over so I can type something in. I'd rather have this. The only thing I don't like about the chat pad is I wish it had a nub where I could use it as a mouse. I would wow. love a freaking mouse on it because then that would make it the ultimate PC controller. But other than that, like you can get the you could buy third party controllers or third party keyboards that'll snap onto the bottom of your Xbox One controller that will give you that nub. So you might not want to go with first party air for your PC master controller, but you definitely want to go like I recommend it. It's the way to go. It's I awesome. Can imagine one of the lock controller as an elite controller, man. No, but think about this. Windows 10. I, I hate to go on a PC master race, but like the the Windows 10, the fact that you can get your audio through this, your microphone yeah. will work through this. You'll have a chat pad. You'll have the elite controller for all your fighting games. You have the wireless adapter, so you can sit on the couch. It turns your PC into a console experience. It pretty much does. You're right. And you know what? This will be this controller right here for chat pad play is going to be the best way to play Street Fighter Five. You can Period. also use now, and I'm chat PS4 pad and inside. Uh, in, um, you also use a chat pad in a party too, right? You can use the type um yeah in the party chat now, which is mm -hmm. cool. And I intentionally now send extremely long messages just because I can. Wow, this guy. <laughs> I really do. Like I think about it, I'm like I could add another like ten words to this, because when you're uh, when you're sitting there playing or, like on any console, doesn't matter. When you're sending a message and you're using a D-pad to type it in, you're always thinking, how can I shorten this to make it as short as possible, but to, to send the information I need to. And yeah. end up butchering the English language in the process. Yes. But this, I could just sit there and go, oh, let me write an essay real quick. Bam, there it is. Enjoy that, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're selling me so much on it. You don't know. I just, uh, man, I, I have to decide. I really want it to. Know. I think you need it for PC gaming. Like for Xbox, it's kind of like, how often do you send text messages on Xbox? Not that Not often. That often. Uh, -oh. uh oh. Somebody's audio is messing up. All right. I don't know who that is. I gotta look and figure that out. All right. So. I don't think you need it for Xbox. I don't. I think it's kind of uh, unless you send a lot of messages. I don't think it's worth it. But I think it's worth it for PC. Let me see you type on it. Type on it. Type like yeah, like type Timmy. You're you're a good guy. Type just type Steve Rose. I'll be easier. I'm like loading up Plex and everything else now on my account because I kept typing stuff. Let me send Tim a message. Is, is, is it fast? Like, do you do? do like, it's like what's... having. Look, did you ever had a have a sidekick? No. Uh, Just write me a letter and see how fast you can get it off. What do you mean by a sidekick? No, like, the little sidekick the... phones. Oh, okay. No, okay, but... yes, the QWERTY boards. The yeah, QWERTY... it's that kind of board. That's how fast you're going to type on it. Okay, that's pretty fast. So I'm going to send Tim a message. Let's see. Um. 
Xbox for life. Xbox for life. <laughs> Xbox for life. I'm not typing. It. I'm just going to say, hey, Tim, what's going on or something like that. Hey, Tim, so. I'm checking out this keyboard app. TD is in the house. Hey, Tim. I am checking this keyboard. That's pretty fast. I don't know if that actually sent to you or not. <laughs> I'll tell you in a second. Xbox is being dumb for me. It probably didn't send it if you didn't already get it. Send message. There it goes. That's pretty cool, though. So you would recommend it at the price? It's a little high. It's 40 right? It is 35 depending on the retailer. 40 at GameStop. I just sent it again. But it doesn't and do take those, long. Do the lights so. illuminate? Yes, the lights are on. Okay, that is big. As you can see. Now, the lights turn off fairly quickly. Uh, it was the first time I've ever had to do a software update on a keyboard also. Um, <laughs> That was pretty funny. Message me too. You know, Prophecy, I will send you a message. I don't know what it's going to be. It might not be appropriate. Uh, where is Prophecy? Hello. Prophecy. Yeah, I just got it on. I just got it on the Windows 10 app. You just hit me, so I did see it. Jason just fucked up all the audio. If he That's didn't start recording in Audacity. We're That's killing right. Audacity. Jason, did you start Audacity or not? I can start Audacity right now. No, People don't, don't have to know it. what happens right now. Audacity started. I, and we dropped Eric, so I'm not, you know, don't worry about Audacity. God damn it, Eric. Yes. God damn it. Just get Eric back. We miss you, Eric. Eric, Eric it's like he was never here. Eric died. <laughs> I, 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 Eric, Eric died so that Jason could come in. <laughs> it's a fair trade, I mean, if I say so myself. Mm. <laughs> I mean, oh my yeah. God. This is how yeah. we do the show, yeah. people. This uh, is how we do it weekly. Jason Hyde Prophecy. Yeah. Prophecy. What's up, Prophecy? What did Prophecy do? I got a message from somebody. I love me some Prophecy. As Maybe long as it's, as long as Prophecy has nothing to do with that fucking Mama Murphy in Fallout 4, and then Prophecy could fuck off. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has been exposed to Mama Murphy, but I don't like Mama Murphy. <laughs> I've played a Met Codsworth at the beginning, and that's as far as I've got. Yeah, so Mama Murphy is one of the first characters. Well, she's in, when you go to save, like you've seen in the trailers, you got to save the people in the church or the museum or whatever. She's on there with them. I haven't got that far. Damn, dude. <laughs> You need to get that far. Uh, Tomb Raiders calling my name. Yeah, I can't blame you. That ass, man. <laughs> that ass is amazing. All right. Well, we're going to try to get Eric back. I'm going to try to adjust everybody's stuff. Eric's computer had a USB crash, and then it restarted itself. So Okay, so screw the audacity. Screw audacity. That's not <laughs> happening no more. It was a nice dream. It was a nice dream. Why is it every time we try to record a podcast, someone's computer crashes? Or Audacity decides to stop recording? 
but hopefully we can get Eric back in on the show. Um, where are we? Nah, forget I'm it. I'm annoyed now. I had Audacity running too, and it's gone. Ridiculous. Okay, Eric's out of the show. He does not want to do it. He's saying Eric's like too. ridiculous. Eric, this, Eric's over it. Eric's right, this, out. This isn't Harry Potter, uh, Eric. You can't use that ridiculous thing here. All right, I gotta change up video icons and stuff. Uh, no, we got through everything. That we got. Yeah, we talked about. All of it. So yeah, the chat. Jay, what do you think of the chat pad? Because you've also yeah. used it. The chat pad's awesome, dude. It's just awesome. I mean, I I know some people are like, what's the point? Well, the point is, whenever you reach those parts when you're in the dashboard or even in a game, where it's like, hey, would you like to type in a name? Or, hey, would you like to report a bad thing that crashed? And then you sit there with a the damn <laughs> D-pad and the A and B buttons trying to put it in. The chat pad is so much better. It really is. The only thing, and I said it to Dusty, the only thing I wish for is that they would bring back um, the over display for chatting like they had on the 360. It may be like a button, like double hit enter or something on the chat pad to bring it up. That's the only thing I wish they would bring back for that chat pad. But it's it's great. It's high quality. It feels more like the plastic on the regular controller rather than the Elite controller. Yeah, we were discussing that. Which is too bad. The The rubber on the Elite controller is amazing. I don't even know what the hell it is. It feels like rubber. That's why I say it. Um, do you have a Elite controller, Tim? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, good. When did you, when did you get it? I don't know if you I bought it. I bought it uh, with the Elite console. Like, a week uh. I don't use it, though. I'm afraid to. So. <laughs> it's too, too much for Tim. I know that feeling. No, it's, it's, it's like, not too much for me, really. I have the paddles in, and, and I like it. I just don't want to get grease on it. Or like this is the Halo controller. I wash my hands before I use. It. It's yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> like I saw, like somebody was putting up a picture, and and I saw grease on the on the uh, on the thing, and I was just like, I could never do that to my controller. I just I I gotta yeah. make I gotta admit to something. I ordered Chanelos pizza, which means nothing to most of y'all, uh, and then I used my Elite controller. <laughs> oh, right. Dustin, you are By the, the way, Chinello's is like uh, greasiest pizza. It's it's just, it it might be greasier than Pizza Hut. It's pretty freaking greasy. They use the old grease at Chinello's for working on cars and shit, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It's delicious pizza, <laughs> but oh, it's pretty. Yeah, one cent got his elite controller. Everyone's elite up in this bitch, man. Except for Steve. Steve, for you're not Steve. elite. Uh, look, I'm. I'm so elite that I don't even need an elite controller to be elite. You're actually on the elite from DC. But when you get that carpal tunnel, you can switch over to using the, the paddles on the elite controller, Steve. Uh, from writing all those articles on steverules.com. Yeah. <laughs> well, those articles I've been writing recently. I watched Idiocracy, and every time you say steverules.com, all I could think of is that idiot secretary, and every time he says something, he goes, brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Carl's, Carl's Jr. Jr. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? I get paid. You think If you're so smart, you'd know that, dummy. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, I love Idiocracy. Where were we? I, I jumped in here. Were we doing news or letters? or? We were just reading comments on Twitch. Doing letters. 
But you could also write in to the show at letters at xboxuncut.com, or if you join us in chat, we will answer your chat room questions as the show goes on, as it progresses, is the right term. But we've reached the segment of the show where Steve tells us, Steve, tell me what's coming out next week. What do I, what do I get to look forward to spending more money on? Okay. All right, I'm sure there's some ginormous gantuan release coming out next week. Okay. Are you going to sigh now or something? You sound upset again. Here's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't have to be part of our show this week, I'm just saying. You just don't sound excited. It's just, it's just mm. not there. Okay. So as far as I can tell, there's only two releases next week, one of which I've actually never heard of. So let me just stick that into Google whilst I read the other one and then delay <laughs> for about 20 seconds. Okay, so the first one is Minecraft Story Mode Episode 3, The Last Place You Look. And they made some big song and dance about how this one will be the first Telltale episode to launch simultaneously on every platform the same day which is not something I personally would have thought would need celebrating, but there you go. Uh, is anybody here a Minecraft story mode fan? Uh, did you, wait a second. Did you listen to the fucking intro? No, I know you, I know you like it, Dustin. Okay, I'm just making sure. Just making um, sure. Sorry, I, I I played the first one, but I, I heard the second one's horrible from people. But Dustin <laughs> likes it. So. Uh, yeah, it probably is horrible then if Dustin likes the it. The first two episodes are fucking amazing, and if you don't like it, then fuck you. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, something. And the the second. <laughs> Oh, actually. Okay, well, apparently the second game is actually out on November 30th on consoles, but I'm going to mix things up a bit and just say it anyway. Uh, is called One Final Breath, which looks like a Japanese horror game. And I typed it into Steam, and it's like £3. And its user reviews are mostly negative, so... That's a heavy game, £3? Yeah. So, we're just going to mainly stick to, to Minecraft as about all there is next week. I mean, Battlefront just launched, and so did that Garbage Crew expansion, and so did Game of Thrones, Episode 6, so. Yeah, I've not had a chance to play Game of Thrones yet. That's something I think me and Vern are going to do a uh, a spoiler cast next week about the whole thing. Oh, okay. That's the plan. I'll get in on that then. I'll yeah. need to. I'll need to finish it though. I still haven't finished Tales of the Borderlands. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so amazing!" And I'm just like, "Yeah, whatever, bro. I didn't even do episode four yet." Mickey Worm, you're just saying episode six is pretty rough. Don't don't tell me that. I don't want to know anything. I want to go into it completely. Yeah, but as that's Mickey Worm, rough could mean rough could mean anything. Like great, great sex, it's very good. Great, very great good. guy, great guy. All right, well, where to where to go? Where to go? Let's see. I guess we're gonna go straight to news. Straight to news. That's it for game releases, right? And we can talk about video game news a little bit. Steve, I have a technical question. Okay, uh -oh. technical question. 
Uh, how do I get my Gears 1? How do you get your Gears 1? Out of the, I bought Gears Ultimate. Okay. Digitally. Did you redeem your code? They sent me a code, didn't they? Yes, yeah. they sent you a code. On what? X- today. Oh, they sent them out on, they sent them out today? Yes, they've been sending codes out today. Some people haven't had the judgment in Gears of War 3 codes. Yes. But others have. So. I didn't, now, Gears of 1 code, they give you a Gears of 1? Yes. Gears 1, 2, two three, 3, and or, Judgment. Or Judgment, yes. Judgment. Because it's a I don't, I'm looking, I don't have that. They might, probably, you might not have it yet. Just, yeah. just going to have to you wait. You might only so. have 1 and 2. Well, I don't, I have 3, but I don't have, don't have Gears 1. But that's, I don't have Gears 2 either. Those are codes that are coming today, is what you're saying. Yes. Well, more code. Like they're all four codes are being sent out, but they're being sent out as gears one and two, and then being sent out as three and four. Uh, people are getting them it kind of randomly. Like it's not. Okay. It's like a rollout. I, I'll put it this way: I got the gears one code. However, I already own gears one. So when I hit redeem, it just said, "Hey, you already own this. You can't use that." And then okay. I, you know, I sent my code out to a friend. Uh, so you will get all four codes. You just you're okay. gonna have to wait for them to send it to you. It's just a it's a weird rollout. So that's fine. That's fine. So I just want. I thought maybe they gave the code already out, and I forgot. You know, like like they gave it and I just forgot it. I was worried. I want my gears. Yeah, I understand, man. I'm playing. I've been playing Gears uh, Three. Just to add to that, and uh, Gears Three runs mostly really well but there's like a couple of frames drop most of the time but i'm not going to bother about that but sometimes it gets kind of low 20s all right well i should i forgot to announce this at the beginning of the show but i'm gonna post a gears one code in chat for anybody that wants it all you got to be to do get it is to be in twitch chat and there it goes good luck people good luck Get a copy. Man of Force be with you. Praise be Locust. Yes. And that is all <laughs> thanks to one saint. He gave the code to give out to y'all. So oh, everybody nice. thanks one saint. He's awesome. He makes our intros. He gives away codes. <laughs> Not he sure. He love. <laughs> uh, idiocracy reference. I love it. Remember? Not sure. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> That better be a damn idiocracy reference. <laughs> Alright. Alright. You can now remap buttons on your standard Xbox One controller as part of the new Xbox One experience that launched last week for all co- console owners. Button remapping is now available on all controllers. For those who didn't pick up the $150 Elite controller, some form of freedom in custom game control standard controller remapping may be accessed in three ways through the new Xbox One's experience. Uh... That's just too much info. All right. But what this is making a lot of people happy about is they can uh, they can invert their right thumbstick, which in most cases will be fine. They won't have an issue. But in some games where, like, you need to use your right thumbstick to zoom in and out of a map, it's going to be inverted because it inverts it completely in the system. So, like, you wouldn't have an option to... It's not going to be smart about it. It's just always inverted. So get used to zooming in and out of maps with the right thumbsticks invertedly. 
and don't bitch about it. Because that's the only complaint I've heard, and, like, it's like, well, you don't look up and down correctly anyway, so why would you invert your, your you know, your map? So, just enjoy it. Just be happy that they add it. <laughs> just be happy. And remember, if you want it, the Xbox One is only $300. That's right. <laughs> a lot of deals coming. All right. No, Microsoft... actually, that was a reference to the Street Fighter Five comment, but yeah. Just... Oh. <laughs> Did we even do that? Did we even no, talk we about, that? about that? No, we haven't talked about that. Oh, my Xbox. God. Look, that's just trolling. Microsoft releases updated template for creating your own Xbox One backgrounds. I know this is a light story, people. I know. But I just thought it was cool. So if you want to make your own Xbox One backgrounds, you'll be able to do that from now on. And you have a little template that Microsoft gives you so that you can do it. It's cool. It's a nice little news. We're going to move on. Fallout 4 is the third biggest launch of 2015. You know, who gives awards for being the third biggest, like, He's the second loser. No, to be fair, we, sorry, we talk about Fallout. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty big news. I mean, the the way that that franchise is is doesn't it sell like three times what Fallout did in its first week? That's uh, Fallout New Vegas. That's pretty big. I think it's so, like three times. The strong That's week one insane, sales mean that Fallout 4 yeah. managed to beat previous 2015 record holders Batman Arkham Knight, The Witcher 3, FIFA, and Call of Duty Black Ops. That's pretty insane that it did that, that Arkham Knight sold so well. Yeah. Shame about Tomb Raider. Now, another interesting thing about this, and I mean, this isn't Fallout news, but what is it? EA talked about how, what was it, 20%? Of their no, was it twenty? I think it's twenty percent of digital. revenue. No, twenty percent of sales were digital, and revenue was twice as much as physical. Hmm. Compare, like if you sold one physical copy versus one digital copy, you get twice the revenue. Because there is no box, there's no nothing. Now I really yeah. don't feel bad about game sharing because they're getting twice the revenue off of my one copy. <laughs> But, all right, moving on. The Sprint Season 3, Episode 5, Ship It has launched. So if you want to go and check it out, it's on YouTube now. Watch how Halo was made, born, created. But that's the last episode of the Sprint. I thought it was cool. I really enjoyed the Sprint. They go over a bunch of cool, especially if you were into game development. We've talked about many times how my favorite thing growing up and what got me into video games was literally watching the Donkey Kong Country VHS tape about how they developed the game. Um, and to me, this is like the, the sprint has been awesome just to like take you a step-by-step -step, like course way more involved than the Donkey Kong stuff ever was. But it really took you and showed you what it took to develop a game, and it was awesome. I don't, anybody else watch all the way through the sprint? I haven't watched this new one just yet. Okay. Watched all the rest, though, and they're good. Fern was, uh, Fern was telling me about it. He did say, because 343, I didn't realize they're in two studios, but now they're moving into one big one at some point. I think it's mentioned in there. Yes. So Yeah, they currently, they had one, one studio was in another building, and pretty much all of them were working. They were the guys that worked on Master Chief Collection, and um, I think they work on other stuff now. 
And the guys in the main studio, the guys that were working on Halo 5, they were all working on Halo 5. Mm. Um, I'm guessing since Master Chief Collection's over, I mean, they're still going to add stuff, but I guess they're going to combine the teams for the next Halo? I don't know. Well, perhaps they'll move on to... Because I assume that that's sort of like their team that works with outside partners, so they'll probably move on to Halo Wars Halo 2, Wars? for example. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Probably Halo Wars 2. But right. with um, with don't you, may, they might not need as many people helping them out now as they did with Master Chief Collection, seeing as uh, a lot of it's being done by Creative Assembly. Uh, well, I think rather that well, what they did with MCC was they had different teams porting and doing different things, whereas because it's just kind of you know sort of one new game. Yeah, I mean then you know they'll have some outsourced partners, but that's kind of normal. But they'll you know. I mean, uh, Creative Assembly are have got massive hirings on their um, uh, on their recruitment pages. So, to be honest, I I reckon that there's definitely a Halo a bit premature, but I reckon there's definitely a Halo Wars three's been agreed or something. Because yeah, otherwise that's abnormally large amounts of. They must have agreed um, on a contract already and already dumped the money. You know, it's like. You're already guaranteed to this money, you know. We're mm-hmm. not gonna, we're not gonna fuck. If Halo Wars Two does bad, we're not gonna screw you guys over. Don't worry about it, you know. Well, I mean, Sega even did sort of allude to that. They said that you know when they, you know, so when they did Alien Isolation last year, you know that was sort of a risk on Sega and, and Creative Assembly. Whereas, you know, Halo's Microsoft's thing. You know, Creative Assembly aren't gonna be paying a, you know, a penny. To, to make that because Microsoft own it, you know, but they will be given money to develop it and, you know, there'll probably be performance um, bonuses and completion bonuses and stuff. But, yeah, they, they did specifically state that one of the reasons why they did the deal was because it took all of the risk away from Sega and the studio. Yeah. No, and that's a great thing, too. I mean, they got the money, screw it. It's great for Sega, you know, it makes them money. With very little risk, you know, and it's Halo. That's so awesome. More likely it'll sell fairly well. I'm glad to see Sega doing. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of Creative Assembly. Like, Total War is awesome. The last Rome game had a tough time, but they did get it fixed, and it's actually a really good game now. Um, yeah, I highly recommend most of their products. Alien Isolation is a good game. Um, yeah, I still haven't beaten it. That fucking game freaks me out, man. <laughs> Sega is on the bend. They're coming around. Yeah. They're probably the most successful Japanese company right now. In, uh, um, nah, Square Enix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, they've, well, they've really turned I, themselves around. Well, Steve, when I think Square Enix, I think of... The reason they turn themselves around is because of their connections when they combine with EDS. And EDS brought a lot of the stuff that's helping them out now. But it is Square now. Fair enough. It is mm-hmm. actually full-on Square now. So, yeah. Square and Sega... Are both doing pretty well. Um, Capcom not so well, <laughs> uh, except the Street Fighter deals should help them out. Um, it, it is kind of sad how bad the Japanese studios got there for a minute. You know, they got yeah. pretty damn low. Yeah, they did. There's, there's next to no one left. Yeah, I mean to be fair, JRPGs have had a bit of a sort of in Japan, and there's been some localized recently. Have had a bit of a renaissance, but I think people would. Be, disappointed at how uh was it 
drag uh tales of whatever the new one is how that sold uh, tales of vesperia or whatever it's called um no no the new one on ps4 oh uh, vesperia i don't know I think it's vesperia. Might, might, might have been um a little bit disappointed how that did in the u.s this month Whereas, well, that's what uh, you get releasing on one fucking console. I mean, I hate to say it. Well, no, but yeah, but that's that's where the audience is. To be fair, they did release yeah, three. But... There were three JRPGs released in October on PS4. There was Dragon Quest Heroes, even, well, sort of Japanese sort of role playing games, not necessarily well, that style. Uh, Disgaea Five and Tales of Vesperia. That so, was pretty dumb too. They sort of split it up. Like had one in. Um, uh, October, then one in November, then going, you know, split up somehow. Because you're right, they were all in the same month. Um, Someone's yeah. saying Zestria. Is it really Zestria? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That sounds like a feminine product. <laughs> Zestria. <laughs> Get it today. But, yeah. So. I don't know, man. It, do they really do? Do we even have numbers on how well those are doing? Well, I heard um, that um, gaff stuff. Yeah, from the, yeah. I mean, to be fair, in Japan, the media create information like the top ten or twenty or something. They just give out numbers and all the hardware, so we can sort of tell how they did over there. And you, you know, you can sort of for that sort of title. You know, when they sort of chart, you know, that's generally pretty good. And some of them did, you know, pretty well in in Europe, I think. But somebody they weren't saying, that high in the US. Yeah, wasn't somebody saying it was like a hundred and so hundred thousand sold by three of their GRPGs globally? Uh, no, Vern sent it to me. On I think in the US, I think the three of them probably did about hundred K total. But in a month you know, or launch? No, in, a, in, a, not, in a month. I'm wow. gonna tell you right now. No, but but to be fair, it's you know, they don't look to well, they're niche. No, I completely understand they, that. They don't they look, expect them. They look to Japan to make their money back and make them profit. And, you know, they, you know, as long as they sort of pay the localization costs, which those sales would do for them, you know, plus, the, you know, they'll get a few thousand digital, I think. I think a lot of those people, you probably, I don't know. And JRPGs have legs, too, because once someone finishes one, because I've gotten into it that, too. You know, you finish one, it's like, I want to play another JRPG. What's available? What's the, what's the other newest one? They have legs. They don't have huge legs, but they do have legs. Well, Cream um, Sugar, Cream Sugar, uh, he posted. I'm going to send it to Steve right now. Um, he posted uh, Tales of Zestria, 58k sold. Drag, uh, I guess, the uh, Decia five, 26k, and Dragon Quest Heroes, I guess. 31k. So, wow! I expect Dragon Quest to do a lot better. It doesn't. Off. The the thing is, it's one of those franchises that in Japan it's huge, but they are very spotty about localization. Yeah. So, I mean, they just announced the Steam version, and it's coming out in like early December. Yeah. So, but it's. I mean, it's not like a mainline title. I don't know how often those really come over, but yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nuts, man. And it's funny, people were, they were like jumping up and down about how big these JRPGs are going to be, and they're going to make up for any kind of missing AAA exclusives, and like these are the things, they're going to make the difference, and it's just, 
It didn't make no goddamn difference. <laughs> I mean, I would have liked them to. I want to see JRPGs do well. Um, but, you know, it's just the way it is, I guess. Host. Right. Host. Host. Look, I'm here. Host. Y'all were ranting all about all kinds of stuff, not taught about the sprint. Uh, PS4, Xbox One getting psychological horror game, The Park. It's coming out, people. The Park. The Park. Is it like a dog, dog park or is it yeah. just a park? It's a psychological thriller, so it's like a dog park. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, God. there's a squirrel. Squirrel. Jason, I'm glad you came into the show because t- I, I even already named the podcast. A Sprint to Microtransactions. Forza These 6, three? Motorsport oh 6, and yes. Microtransactions. I was in this thread. Did you guys know now that they added Microtransactions, you're going to get stuck and progress in this game, even though they throw money at you left and right? <laughs> Uh, so the biggest complaint about four to six before this news story hit was it was too easy to make money in the game post they just too hard no 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 it it was too easy they gave they gave you money nonstop. they would give you cars millions of dollars nonstop. they would pay you for cars that you already got on wheel spins they gave you like they were just tossing money at you at the beginning when this game launched they they were just like here's money take it let me tell you what I started this game with. I started the game with 25 million credits. Plus, the first spin gave me another million credits. <laughs> Plus, I made however much more money. I got free cars, at least a couple million dollars worth of free cars. Like, I got a utter crap ton of stuff at launch. And even Forza 5, at launch, I got a million credits. And that's because I paid attention to Forza Rewards. I mean, that's all it takes. Go to Fortress. It's now a weekly thing. At, for that, weekly, go to FortressRewards.com or FortressMotorsport.net and then go to the reward section and redeem your rewards. That's all it takes. So, free money. I don't... Yeah. People... It was funny watching people on Gaff. People that have never played Forza. Just jump on in there and they're like, this ruins the economy. And I was just sitting back laughing my ass off, and I know a few people were, because it's like, dude, the economy was ruined from launch. It It's awful in that game. And it's because people bitch that it's too hard to get cars. Um, but no, it's but so if you e- asked anybody that actually plays racing games, they said it was too easy. Oh, God, yeah, it was way too easy. Way too easy. Like, if you uh, if you watched any Inside Sim Racing, any of the actual, like, people that actually really play these games, all of them were like, it's just way too easy. And by the like, way... There's no real progression to it. By the way, you can actually go in the options menu and turn off every single thing in the UI about microtransactions. So I don't... Just go in the settings menu, turn it off. You never have to see it again. I don't understand the complaint. And are we going to go over the story about uh, Halo making $700,000? What... I, I don't know if it's up there. Oh, this is it's, this is the episode about microtransactions, right? Micros- Halo made Halo's microtransactions have made seven hundred thousand dollars already. I don't know if he got the story. No, I know what the, the uh, what Eurogamer put that up. I don't know who put it up. I read it earlier. Yeah, I know Eurogamer. Well, I, it's the, a lot of people love the rec packs. It's obvious. Yeah. It's a nice revenue stream. And it's funny because people came out after that going, it's so horrible, and <laughs> it, you don't get points fast enough. 
It's like they can't give you like enough for a pack every damn game, uh, every damn um, you know arena match. It'd be so damn easy to go and get everything. You have to be a good player. It's just because you get wrecks doesn't mean you're going to win the match. You no. have to play as a team. You have to be good players, and it's just it's just an added thing that you could use. You know what, Tim? You know what the thing is, and I I got frustrated about it for a minute until I actually thought. Um, <laughs> Uh, Warzone, as far as Warzone goes, people, uh, people were like, oh, well, they get tanks and then it's over. You know why they get tanks? Because your team sucked enough to let them get tanks. That's why they got tanks. Yeah. It's, right. it's a game of skill. If your team sucks, the other team's going to snowball. And they're going to snowball and get better and better. But at the same time, I've seen, I've seen, uh, Warzone games where the other team comes completely back. And destroys the other team. No, but I think so there needs to be a way of making snowballing harder. So yeah, what, but what, what what they need to do is when I'm not saying make the bases harder, make it uh either either make it so more entrances open up so they have more ways into the the invading the bases so that you can kind of fight back a little bit easier, or go ahead and make it so like turrets pop up or more soldiers pop into your actual main base and it's harder for them to actually clinch the win at the very end. And that way yeah. you can have more of a battle. I mean, yeah. it's just like two more AI in the in the in your main base instead of having... You know, and in most of the games I've played where I've noticed we lost so bad, it's because my team is doing absolutely nothing to win. They're just going around just killing people. They're not going for the objectives. And the limited amount of people you have going for the objectives can't overcome what they're going up against. Yeah. So, I mean, people have to play the game. I mean, sometimes it's the, it, the person can be the problem, too. You can't complain you lost the chess because you were playing checkers. Exactly. You can't. That's just how it is. My kill death is negative po point six and Halo 5. That's awful prophecy. That's fucking awful. <laughs> Ah, uh, that is awful. Prophecy, maybe we need to go play Halo <laughs> instead of Gears. Okay? That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I got a message from Xbox Live. What did I get? You can get out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I got my... Uh, I got all my codes now. You have all the Gears? I have Gears 1 and 2 and 3 and 4. Or and 3 and Judgment. Yeah, Yeah, I've, I still have not gotten uh, Judgment. I just have... The first two. I might redeem all of them. Sorry, chat room, because I don't own any of them on my own account. Uh, <laughs> Once I get extras, I'll toss them your way, people. It's not a big deal. I'm an asshole. Just I'm go ahead negative point we seven. Don't have, we don't have judgment for sure. We need judgment up there. How do these people have negative kill death ratios, Dusty? <laughs> oh, no, that's not that's not radical people with a negative kill death ratio. I have some respect. Steve, yeah. do you have a negative kill death ratio? <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly I'm not sure but in the event that I do which is possible you need to show some respect hey I have nearly a 1.0 kill death ratio so uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not very happy about this <laughs> I need to go check mine I'm going to do that while we're moving on to our next topic EA on VR we'll really wait and see how big the market is going to be uh, so EA is not a uh, they're not enthused I think it's Mickey fine. Worm I mean, is a negative 1.0. <laughs> Jesus. I think I think this is a an R. I think this move is completely fine and it's probably it's, it's needed. 
It's logical. VR's not huge yet, so it's funny. Probably people hating on EA for this move, but it's a smart move. It's that a safe a, move. It's not a risky move, but... There was a, an interview with uh, Strauss Zelnick, who's the CEO of Take-Two, who does uh, 2K and Rockstar, and you know he was asked about lots of things, and one of the things he was asked about was VR, and he said, you know, we're investing in research and uh, in R&D on it, um, you know, we're, we're looking into it, but, you know, we don't know how the market's going to react to it. The headsets are quite expensive. Um, or, you know, they, they will be, and it's, you know, sort of one of those technologies that needs to take time to get going. So, you know, if it's if it's popular, we'll be there. But as it is, we're just sort of sitting back and, you know, we're making sure that we can be there when the time comes if if, you know, everybody wants to get on it because it's actually a big thing. And... I do think that the technology is going to have a lot of problems if the big, you know, if if the big games aren't touching it. It's like you look at 3D. It's like you know, Sony went sort of big on it, but you know, there were you know, like I remember Crisis 3 did it, and I think Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary did it. But generally speaking, people weren't all in, and you know, it just got left. I don't. I think VR might be a bit different, but it's sort of left you know being sort of left to sort of indies and sort of um just i don't want to say mid-tier but just not the, the biggest developers so i don't know if that will help it or not yeah well it's less of a risk for i know it's a silly thing to say but it almost feels like it's less of a risk for the indie guys because i mean people are going to play those games when they get vr like they're going to buy up when there's a difference between needing to sell you know, a couple thousand copies of a game to be all right, and needing to sell a couple hundred thousand copies of a game to be all right. You know, I think the other thing is is that as much as you know, you could get incentives from Oculus and Sony to, you know, for the sort of bigger developers to invest in it. It's probably cheaper and easier to go to the not. Triple A games to give them money, you know, it's easier, and you know, and then you can you can give them money without wanting to start you sort of owning things, and and it's less money. And to be fair, you know, they make you know sort of good sort of creative um, uh, products, so that that could be uh, perhaps in some ways slightly better. So yeah, we'll have to see how it um, how it ends up going. All right. Most people got the same point of view. I don't, but I'm not going to argue. <sighs> I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy. Oh, don't get me started. Brought to you uh, by Carl's Jr. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to be it for news for this week. Thank you for tuning in to hey, our Dusty, new segment. Can we get a Carl's Jr. poster behind you like for the next episode? Like, fuck you, I'm eating. Can I say that? Maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's just shut up. <laughs> I can find the like the videos on them. Yeah, there it is. Carl's Jr., fuck you, I'm eating. <laughs> I found a logo for the, the site. There we go. We can't call the podcast Fuck You, I'm Eating, can we? We already call I already have a name for the podcast. I know. I've already actually put it, all the work is already done. <laughs> uh, if you're watching the video version, this is what we're talking about. Carl's Jr., fuck you, I'm eating. 
you gotta you gotta enjoy it. if you have never seen the movie idiocracy it's an okay movie it's like a seven out of ten it's not great but it's it's funny it's a solid movie to watch so it's like 3.5 stars no no dusty just leave that up there please no no you can't <laughs> Put that no, above me. No, no, no. You can't See, switch the, between that's, the two. That's the difference. I right, used a 10-point scale, and then you went to a 5-point scale and added point fives to it, which made that a 10-point scale, sir. Nah, you've got to be consistent, Dustin. I'm not happy I'll about be consistent. this tool. You want me to be consistent? It's like, uh, it's like a 3 out of 5. It's 3 out of 5. 4 out of 5. I'm sorry. Dust, oh, okay. put, it, put it above my head, the Carl's Jr. <laughs> I removed it. It's down. No! It. I deleted it. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it 2.6. I've never seen it, but that's what I'm going to give it. At, What's a 2.6? That's like a pretty big scale right there. <laughs> that's like a 2 out of 5, right? <laughs> so I like yeah. All no, right. no, I meant 2.6 out of 5. So you're giving it a 3 out of 5? Yeah, it's three out of five. All right, thanks for your input, Steve, on the five-point scale. We will continue this fight another time. Now, on to what you've been playing. This like, podcast this is... felt like a two out of five so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you, so you stroll up late and then start giving us two out of fives and stuff. <laughs> you know, you can you can get out. You can get out. I can get out. <laughs> Well, I mean, in, in the actuality, this is kind of a downtime. We got all the news, we got all the games we're playing. So, like, I know uh, Steve hit me up. He's like, "You got any?" He's like, "You know anything?" And I'm like, I "Told him." I said, "You know, traditionally, this is Microsoft's um, for People Xbox. Going on vacation. Yeah, this is where they all go on vacation. This is where they stop, and then they day one, January second, they're on fire." So, like, this is the build-up where it all ends. Now they go on their vacations. So, traditionally, this is a slow, slow time. Like, uh, I, like I, I don't know. Hopefully, we get Fable Legends. I don't think we're going to get it. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still up in the air. Um, but I don't know Fable, if we're going to get So, Fable it, Legends has just been Peggy-rated, which is usually something you only do when something is coming out. Well, that'd like, be huge. now. So... I wouldn't be surprised to see it turn up surprisingly in the next few Thanksgiving weeks. Thanksgiving game? Thanksgiving, straight up. <laughs> That'd be funny. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just sort of dumped out in December or something. Yeah. It could be a December release. Didn't they have it as part of the greatest lineup ever? Well, well they, they've always said holiday 15. And when I suggested a potential delay on Twitter once, I got shot down by a Lionhead employee. So I'm going to say that it's going to hit this year soon. Steve got shut down, man. They yeah. shut down his website. They took away his credit cards. Shut him down. But you can take away my website, but you can't take away my credit card. I can't? No. We could try. <laughs> I will bite. I need your blood your type and your, uh, <laughs> your mother's maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite dog's name? Yeah. <laughs> what street did you grow up on? <laughs> this is I love these security questions. It's like the easiest shit. Uh, you know that's how all the celebrity leaks happen, right? Because they, they you know the what's your dog's name? All people did was go up and look online for their the celebrity's dog name and used it and it worked. <laughs> it's 
it's awful. I'm All sorry. Right. <laughs> Not to promote illegal activities. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, That's bad. Who here has been playing Big Team Battle? I've I played, played a couple rounds. Played one round. I have. It was really good. Yeah. Jason, did you redeem this code yet? No. Okay, don't. All right. Because I just got my code. I could redeem them here, and that way you can, you know, give your codes up. Yeah, but I wanted the games on my account, damn it. Just to be clear, everyone in this chat room, we, me and Dusty share games. He owns every game except for Forza. Forza's all I got. If Dusty were to leave, that's all I got, damn <laughs> <laughs> it's just Forza. And maybe like one or two other games. I, mean, I think I might own Rise, Son of Rome or something. Um, ah, to be fair, you have a great time with Rise. Fantastic game. <laughs> but here's well, the thing. <laughs> I got the gold account because he uses my gold. Yeah, we share gold. <laughs> I have EA Access, so he gets that. I had EA Access first for a year. Yeah, but now I have it for this year. But since I buy all the other games anyway, you're the reason, because you bought Forza, that we're not getting an extra $35 from the rewards program <laughs> because we didn't buy them all on one account. Because you're Mr. Oh, I'm going to buy them on my, the Forza for mine. Hey, I wanted, the, I wanted the premium thing and all that, so fuck you. <laughs> but, I like how he was talking quite loudly, and then when he was about to say fuck you, we went really quiet as if hoping you wouldn't, you wouldn't hear him say it. <laughs> but that's that's how it rolls. All right. Well, I'm sending this. So, are we giving away these codes that I got? All of them? Yeah, I think we should. I think it would be nice. It would be a nice thing to do. I'm not known for nice. We already have Gears Three. I just did my judgment. Yeah, go ahead and send them that code. Send them out. Get oh em. my God! Look at those codes. All four. So many codes. So many. Good luck, people. That's, um, four, that's like four. That's that's a ton of video game hours. That's right a there. lot of video game right there. Yeah. Just a uh, thing before we assume we're going to what you've been playing soon. Oh no, we've already started that. I was oh, going to do big team battle route, but I mean, what do you? What do we you just need? we uh, just was... gave away every Forza game in existence except for Ultimate. Goddamn. I was just going to mention the Xbox Live <laughs> sale, which has gone live, but I could do that at the end. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I had a chat pad right now. <laughs> uh, it happens. It happens. I understand prophecy. But you could always, you know, redeem codes on smart glass devices. And by the way, there. people listening to the podcast on uh, RSS, we only give away codes to the chat room. Yeah, like, on Twitch. We don't, we don't normally toss stuff on Twitter. Not to hate on you guys. We don't hate on you guys. We love you guys. It's just we got to give people stuff to the people that come to the chat room. Yeah, they, they watch us live, so... They they like electrolytes. It's what plants crave. We might. I think we might give out codes over the podcast for Christmas, something like that. Maybe some. You want to give away some codes for points or something for Maybe. money? It depends. I gotta see. It's it's a commitment, Jason. It's a commitment. I'm not ready to make over the air, and you're dragging it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see about that. We gave out some codes last year for people that wrote in because they were awesome. Yeah, we'll do that again. But 
we no stop saying that like you, you just say we'll do that again there, there's money involved in that i gotta see Wait, how code, it's all gonna codes work. on jason do i, yeah. do I get code as like a christmas present for no did you write in <laughs> no steve you owe us I, money for all the hair the thing is i i was told that i wasn't allowed to write in because i genuinely offered once and found was like no you're disqualified <laughs> uh, as an I, analyst i would have put like a different name like rules comma steve or something <laughs> rules comma steve <laughs> that guy that's also known as steve rules, rules steve wrote in he's got a com in his name i think he's retarded <laughs> uh, you just I'm not, I'm not about this dustin get that boot of yours and swing it this, this is character assassination <sighs> so good. I'm gonna be sent a. Uh, are you gonna put, take me to court for slander? He can. He's in the United Kingdom. Yeah, but he's gonna have to go over borders. <laughs> yeah, I got all of them installed. Yeah, host. I'm happy. Host. What I said? I got all. I'm talking. What is your problem? Leave me alone. Chat room asks, "What Dreamcast game would you like to see come back? What What do you want to be remade?" I don't know. I never played any Dreamcast game. <laughs> Jet Grind Radio is my call. I want to see. I know Jet Set Radio came out. I want to see a sequel to that. Um, or Midtown Madness. That was Did he say remake or new game? No, just remade. Well, or well, it doesn't matter. Like new game, a sequel, oh, so your favorite Dreamcast uh, game. I probably would have. In terms of like a remake, I'd have probably said like Shenmue One and Two. But that's already coming, sir. It's already coming. That's that's already done. Like you need to choose another game. Well, okay. I'm just trying to think. You know, Shenmue, uh, Shenmue on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, but no, but that still had the horrendous load times. Like I want something that that just streams the textures, rather than streams a five minute load screen. Um, I I can't think what else I I enjoyed in my Dreamcast. To be honest, I'm looking right now at the list list of games. What on Dreamcast? Oh, I can give right. them to you. Big games: um, Shenmue, Power Stone, Street Fighter, uh, Soul Calibur. That's what pretty much was mine. I would say, yeah. Skies of Arcadia, Crazy Taxi, Sonic Adventure, Eighteen Wheeler, American Pro Trucker. American Pro Trucker, yes. They had some games. I mean. Trying to think of something that Steve would like. Crazy Taxi was good. Choo Choo Rocket. They never. I can't believe they didn't bring Choo Choo Rocket to like Xbox Live Arcade and PSN. House of the Dead too. I remember I liked that. I'm a scary cat. I don't do dead stuff. It's a shooter. King of Fighters. They had. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of third party stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for Sega. I know. I'm just looking. Maybe. They... Uh... Res? Have you ever heard of that game? Yeah, yeah we like got Rez HD, though. Yeah. Arcane. Roadsters, Rippin' Riders. Uh, Sunderland had his link deleted. Uh oh. Let that man post a link, damn it. Have you ever heard of this game? Sega Gaga. Sega Gaga? I swear to God. <laughs> Sega Gaga. It's 
It's a role-playing awesome. video developed by Tez Aquiliano of Sega. I want a new Sega Gaga, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn it, he's trying. It just ain't working, does I, uh, Well, Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur was by Sega, right? Uh, no, that's Namco. No, that's Namco, right? Uh, wow. Damn. Sega really didn't make a lot, a, a lot of uh, first party. A lot of third. I'm seeing a lot. Shenmue, Shenmue Two, Sega Worldwide Soccer. That there, Steve would like that. Um, yeah, I'm looking through. Yeah, you don't know these games. A lot of Japanese games. Out Trigger, if you remember that. I don't. I don't know any of these games. <laughs> well, that's not. That's, a lot of people don't know these games. I mean, we Neto, want uh, Neto Golf. Nope, never heard of that. Nah. No. Sorry, that if only. If only Vern was here. Y'all are making it sound so exciting. If only Vern were here, he could. He would, for one, he would yell at us. Uh, to be fair, <laughs> we, if Vern were here, we'd already be dead. Like he yeah. would just like. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his shit. How magic, dare you? <laughs> magic, magic, the gal. Uh, oh, this one was a, a game, but oh, it wasn't. This is a game that might come out, but it was a third party. Legacy of Kane. I remember I was big into uh, that. Yeah. That Legacy of Kane was awesome. I, was I did Crystal play Dynamics? that. Yeah, that, it's not Sega. Magic the Gathering was Sega. Hmm. Yeah. Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty, no magical block. Hello Kitty, lovely fruit. Pr- oh, hello oh. Kitty. Oh, hello Kitty. Oh, hello Kitty. All right. Well, <laughs> that's it for Dreamcast talk. We're moving on. We're Xbox. Yeah, uh, I said this is sad. I'm, I'm from sorry, the, from yeah. the Nintendo guy. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. He's the one that asked. We're sorry, Chaos. We're gonna remember ask the question again when Vern. First off. of all, Chaos Dash Jet Set Radio was an Xbox game, not a Dreamcast game. Jet Set Grind was the Dreamcast version, was the original. I think Crazy Taxi's it, man. Yeah, Crazy Taxi. Yeah. Yeah, go Crazy Taxi, man. Yeah, I guess Crazy Taxi. Fortress two for twenty five is an awesome deal. You uh, better go get it, damn yeah. it. It in my my segment now. What? Well, oh, you you wanted to do a segment of deals? Okay, I'll, I'll back off. I'll back off. I said I was, I said, I said I was going to do it at the end. I went and got like all the pages up. Okay, and... you know what? You all do right. your thing. I'll, I'll I'll keep my mouth shut about it. Big team battle, fucking awesome. They're using Forge maps, which <laughs> I like because it shows a commitment to their to the Forge community and to the people that build maps, and that they're not just going to throw them under the bus like previous games where it was like, yeah, you can build all these maps, but we're not going to use them. Like, they're going to actually allow people to use their maps, which is really cool. And I, have a, I have a question for everyone in here. What do you think of these maps? Because I thought the one I played on looked pretty good. Like, it didn't screenshot well, but I thought it looked pretty good in play. Yeah, it looked okay. It wasn't awful. It was just a yeah. forge map. Like, you were getting weird textures mixed into one another because it's forge. It's just how it is. Did anyone see the video on how big the forge maps are? It's absolutely massive. Yeah, like it is insanely massive. Um, so, can't wait to see what we see in the future. All right. Uh, what else? 
What else have I been playing? Um, I played Minecraft more because I'm addicted. <laughs> it's great. Fallout, I have not really put any time into Fallout. I kind of said, screw Fallout. Screw it. It's time to play Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I put a couple more hours into that, and I still need to kind of... I want to finish that before I get into Fallout. And I think I'm going to restart my save altogether in Fallout. I don't want to... I just want to reset. Because I kind of want to be like totally into the story and know what I'm doing the whole time. Um, what else have I been playing? I'm trying to think. No, I think that's it for me. I haven't really played much else. I've been kind of busy all week, so... Tim, what have you been playing? Anything else? Um, I've been playing uh, Tomb Raider. I'm I'm where Steve is. I'm I'm about twenty five percent in. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, you know, I've uh, played about. You know, I'm not blowing through the whole thing. I'm actually searching, and um, taking my time. I played about five hours of that. I did play Big Team Battle. I uh, thought it was pretty cool. But I'm pretty much more of a, a war zone guy. I can tell you that right now. Um, but Tomb Raider for me so far is game of the year. I played Fallout 4 for about five minutes, and the game locked up on me, and that was it. I just exited out and went back to Tomb Raider. But that does look like I mean the opening scene looks really cool, and that game looks like it's a game that I will get into. But it's one of those games where. You know, you kind of dive into and you lose your life. So, please, you. You know, I gotta say, I think it's bullshit. Rise of Tomb Raider has an 86 on Metacritic. That game deserves to be a 90. It's it's really good. good. It really is. The story's it's good. Really good. I mean, there, there's some things that are a little off. Like we the were talking, aiming. the aiming, the input lag is definitely there. It seems like it has a. They could fix that. We but were talking about this earlier. It's not. Input lag. It's called weight. It's the weight of the gun when she's pulling it over. I'm pretty sure Digital Foundry compared the two and said that the 360 version doesn't have it. No, Defin but it's the weighted gun. Lag. It's the weighted gun. I'm going with the kill zone developer response. It's just the weight of you know moving. And well, I'll tell you one of the things. Works. This game doesn't deserve a 70 or a 60. No. By any means, it's a very good. It's it's honestly it's my game of the the, the year, and that's including Halo Five. Halo Five to me was, in, you know, it, it was about a ninety overall. This is about a ninety, like a ninety-two. I mean, I could see why people the things in Halo that I didn't like were the two short missions that then did no place to be in there. Um, but yeah, this is uh, for me. And if you don't have it. Buy it because it's honestly it's worth it. It's just you could just look at the whole scenic and just I sometimes just stop and look at the graphics of the game. It's honestly jaw 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 drop jaw drop. Yeah, it does look great. And except I, except for the reflections in the puzzle puddles, which I noticed by sort of by accident and I looked at it and it was like eight bit. I thought it was funny rather than <laughs> something to complain about. And I gotta say again, dead ass. She's she's a beautiful woman, man. It's Camilla Luddington, you know. She's a beautiful woman. She's got the right you know, fat content, man. She, she's she's. I don't English. think they measured her ass and laser scanned it. Like no, I hope they did, no, man. No, no, of course they did. <laughs> they got all the mocap stuff. And you damn right, they made sure they got all the amenities right. <laughs> I don't think that's how they do laser scanning on characters. The face, yes. A lot of that stuff, yes. 
but it's just yeah. a dot. It's not like, well, that protrudes out pretty far. That's a big ass, like fucking bam. Like that. I don't think that's how it works, Steve. Hey, it's I, like I, that in the game, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Prophecy wants Prince of Persia's Sands of Time back. Maybe. Well, they they didn't they drive that into the ground, Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yeah, but aren't they driving Assassin's Creed into the ground? So why not bring it back? Yeah, might as well. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what? Let's just mix it together. Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia. But, well, <laughs> Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed Sands of Time. Assassin's Creed originally was a Prince of Persia game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that makes sense. That really does make sense. And then they were going to bring back Prince of Persia. But it was going to be like an Assassin's Creed game or something set in Egypt, and they were just like, "What well, the fuck's the point?" Nude just, mod on Xbox, please. <laughs> we could just make more Assassin's Creed. So yeah, we just need to see how next year's does with the and film. And to be fair, the first Assassin's Creed was really good. Uh, uh, no, that's that, no, that's not true. That's and not so true. Was the, when it came out. No, the first Prepare Assassin's now, Creed had a lot of promise. Sure, but it was out. good. It, it was it potential. Was okay. But it was a boring game. I don't looked, think it was boring. That looked incredible, and then the second one was actually a great game. I yeah. thought the first one was a great game, and the second one was even better. Haters, now, man. Now I want to play an Assassin's Creed game, but I gotta no, keep don't. telling myself no. <laughs> no, you no. don't, because no, you're gonna start playing it, and you're gonna be like, "Well, just the same." I say to you, <laughs> I said to Vern, your soul cannot handle it. You have played Destiny in your lifetime, right? If you play Assassin's Creed again. There will be an imbalance, and you will never recover. Are you like Mama Murphy? I don't know. I don't even know who that is. Just wait. <laughs> oh, you will. Oh, you. Oh, will. you will. You will. And she constantly asks you for drugs and Fallout. Oh. Well, I don't have to wait now. You just told me. You can actually over. You can actually make her OD if you hate her enough. Oh, that's. that's <laughs> man, this is spoilers. That's not spoilers. I didn't what? know it. How is it spoilers? Are you going to sit there and go, damn, I was waiting no D this bitch. I, I did not know this beforehand. <laughs> and now I do. Therefore, it's been, it's been spoiled. I want now it's been spoiled. Now I'm going to have to actually... Now when I OD her, I, I get no enjoyment out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All uh, right, well, <laughs> moving yeah. on. To I heard Syndicate is awesome. I want to try out Syndicate. I got it, so I can try it. Oh, you haven't tried it yet? I'll try it for you, Jason. Okay. Tim, did you ever play you. Destiny? I, I played it two times. and uh, You're already dead. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I, I was thinking about buying Taken King, but... No. You think Taken I should? King... Taken King makes Destiny a lot better, but it's not worth the time for you to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest; it's not worth your time, Tim. It does make that game a lot better, but That's with the amount of games me. that you have and what you're playing right now, you just don't need it. Go play you're Fallout. Gonna need, you're gonna honestly need a dedicated group of people that want to play with you, which right now it's gonna be very hard between Fallout and everybody playing every other game other than Destiny. This mm -hmm. better. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's the type of game that you need to have a crew with. Yeah, you need a crew. Fact, Tim, though, you've got a crew, because that's all Phil Spencer ever plays. No, it's yeah. not true. Phil has been very much into uh, Halo Rise 5 and Halo 5, yeah. He's been playing Rise? Yeah, I saw him on Rise, I believe. <laughs> Maybe that was Aaron. 
Do you mean? Hey, man, they're thinking about bringing it back. Yeah. Do you mean the last son of Ryan or Rise of the Tomb Raider? The last. Oh, I thought it was Rise son of. I thought it was Rise son of Rome too. God damn it! In peace, sweet prince. I was. I was so happy, Phil. Crushing was dreams. <laughs> oh, so good. It's like rise with a wire and I. You got some. <laughs> no rise in my pants. All right. Well, I think that's it for what y'all been playing. Unless y'all been playing anything else. I've been playing a shit ton of Fallout, but there ain't much more to say. Fallout's awesome. Go play it. I have been playing Gears of War 3 on backwards compatibility. And I, I saw a comparison video between 360 and Xbox One, and there's definitely a lot of the time is a slightly lower frame rate. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to cry over a couple of frames, but there are some times where it, you know, it, it goes to low twenties, um, and I'm hoping that they can kind of figure that out. Um, I mean, it's not going to be any good for multiplayer and horde if that's. Um, I have to run, wonder if it's because of the forced V-Sync. Well, I, I don't really see what else it could be. But the thing is, is no. that, as far as oh, fuck's sake, I remember Gears had V-Sync originally, I think. So I don't really understand exactly what forcing V-Sync in Gears, for example, does. I'm not, I'm not gaining anything from it because it already had V-Sync. Okay, it did? Okay. So I think the first one may not have done but three definitely did but it's a problem in a lot of games i mean i'm not being funny but i'd really rather have high frames because it's not like the tearing is being made worse but what it is doing is making the frame rates worse yeah so i'm really hoping that they can come up with something people act like it's a screen tear ends their lives i mean most of the time it does not affect the gameplay at all it's just a little ugly screen tear yeah. People, people go well, so crazy over it, though. When it's bad, it's bad. I could say that, but... Well, like in Titanfall, well, let's say Titanfall had a lot of screen tearing. Was it really that bad? I mean, yeah, you saw right. it. You still played it. It didn't really affect you. A, a game where it was really bad was Fallout 3. When I played that on 360 in September, and it was bad, but I just thought, you know what? This is what a 2008 Xbox 360 game was like. So it wasn't a problem. But, I mean, to be fair, that one is one of the best-running backwards-compatible games, according to Digital Foundry. Though they noticed next to no, you know, there was sort of improvements. But I just think that they need to get the get, uh, give people the frame rates. And if you want to do stuff like V-Sync, either let people choose or make sure that you do it when everything else works first. Because the the lowering frame rates is going to get annoying, and also it affects things like multiplayer and horde and stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll figure it out. They're not going to give out give up on something they've been putting so much work into. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve, what's what are these deals? These deals okay. that you talked about. Okay. Right. So, first of all, we'll say that it does seem like they will be adding more, but this is the initial list. So we go Xbox 360 first. Uh, you've got some good stuff in there for $5, such as Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2, uh, Super Meat Boy, which is backwards compatible, 
um, Battle Block Theatre is five dollars. Uh, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon for three dollars seventy four. Uh, Bi- Bioshocks uh, one and two are five dollars. Red Dead Redemption seven fifty. Table t- Rockstar's Table Tennis three dollars. Midnight Club LA three seventy four, uh, which is the same for Bully Scholarship Edition as well. As uh, so there's lots of good stuff. I won't do everything. Borderlands is five dollars. Max Payne 3 is $5, GTA 4, The Orange Box, Batman Arkham Asylum, uh, San and- GTA San Andreas 3.74, Portal 2 is 6.59, which is an interesting price, LA Noir 7.50, Borderlands 2 is $5, uh, Mass Effect, the original one is $4, and the DLC is on sale. Um, so Bring Down the Skies, a dollar. Actually, that might be the only one on sale but yeah so on 360 there's lots of good prices there on Xbox One uh, for me it wasn't quite so good but there's still some good stuff there so uh, Killer Instinct Season 2 Combo Breaker add-on is $10 Tales of the Borderlands Seasons Pass $10 Forza Horizon Car Pass is $12.50 FIFA 16's $36 Beyond Dies, $10. Uh, the Ultimate Edition of Killer Instinct 2 is $20 as well. Uh, Madden also is $36. <coughs> Project Cars, for $20. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode Complete Season uh, is already on sale at 25% off, $18.75. Love is in a Dangerous Space Time, $10. Escapist is $10. Evolve is $16. I'm not sure it's worth that. Need for Speed, which came out a week ago, or two weeks ago, is already 40% off at $36. Um, Shadow of Mordor, Game of the Year Edition is $20. Forza 6 is $50. Uh, Let's see, Forza Horizon 2 is $25 for the 10th anniversary standard edition, and $35 for the Deluxe Edition. Uh, Borderland, Borderlands Handsome Collections, $25. Uh, that is about it. Oh, Master Chief Collections, $30. Red, Geometry Wars 3 Dimensions Evolved, if you wish to put yourself through the pain of an awful Geometry Wars, is $5. Uh, King's Quest Complete Collection is $30. Uh, Guns Gone and Cannoli, which Tim quite liked, is six sixty nine. There's, there's a there's a few other things in there. Um, that Need for Speed price cut's going to piss off quite a few people that bought it. I think it that's a huge price cut right after the game came out. Forty percent off in like two weeks. That that's, is unprecedented. Yeah, that's going to piss off some people. If you bought that game, I am imploring you right now to get on Xbox Live Support and tell them, give me, give me fucking money back, because that is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I can't believe, also, if you bought the Seasons Pass for uh, the Minecraft game, I too would probably be a bit cheesed off, because they've they've done really well in getting the... the, the, uh, the the episodes out quickly, but it's twenty five percent off after like what a month. Yeah, that's so, 
<laughs> the Need for Speed one's worse. Well, like, yeah. I got just to defend Minecraft, it wasn't that expensive to begin with. Just true. That's true. It's yeah. like 25% off of that isn't worth my time and effort to call there and bitch and to claim it. Yeah, but if 40% I paid 60, off... yeah, <laughs> like if I paid 60 and they busted it almost down by half, yeah, I would be bitching. 60 to 36, yeah, I might bitch a bit. <laughs> Tales from the Borderlands, $10 for the entire season. From what I've played of the first three, you should probably jump on that. They're also running a deal where it's going to be a dollar for a month. Yeah, for, for Xbox, you don't Live, have Xbox yeah. Live. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, yeah. The Handsome Collection's a good price, too, honestly. I think if you don't have that, that might be a good thing to pick up. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. good to play in the summer. Metro, um, $18. Oh, oh Metro, so good. That's for both, right? Yes, the bundle. Such a good game. Um, I, um, I wish there was a way to, like, gift games, because uh, there's some of these I would like to gift to my older brother. I I kind of want to buy Midnight Club LA, just in hopes that they make it backwards compatible. <laughs> like I'd like to gift a Metro. Like eighteen bucks for both Metro games is fantastic. Yeah, you could get really him a couple of ten dollar cards. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He really wants to get Fallout Four right now. I was talking to him earlier. <laughs> All right. Well. Oh, sorry. Oh. There's some news that's just come out about Microsoft leadership changes. Oh, they're, it's over. They're ending Phil it. Spencer's gone. <laughs> well, Too much money spent. Major Nelson's in charge. He's not, but it seems that Kudo has departed Xbox. Originally, it was thought that he was keeping his role at Xbox, but it seems, according to this uh, Polygon article, is not. So basically, Microsoft is still shuffling everyone around, and he Kudo has moved... He's now corporate vice president um, of Windows Apps Studio, which wow. will focus on applications across multiple Microsoft products, including uh, Edge, HoloLens, and it, it does include Xbox. But but it's I, no, but even before then, like his role was PC, Xbox, HoloLens. Like he's been on the way, moving towards not doing like Xbox specific stuff for a while. Yeah, it never yeah. really made sense to me because he's always been more of a. He was always with Connect, and now he's with Hololens, and he's, yeah. you know, now it's this new this new thing, this new spot is like for gestures to get the apps to work with hand gestures. It's right up his alley, but yeah, um, it's not a big deal. That seems like um, that seems like a nice promotion, honestly. It is a promotion, pretty much. Yeah. It says here, his new role will focus on improving human interaction methods like voice and gesture on Windows-powered devices and applications. Yeah. And it also says, replacing Kudo in his leadership role at Microsoft Studios are Hanno Lemke and Shannon Loftus. Uh, Hanno Lemke is currently head of uh, Microsoft Studios Europe, overseeing their studios there. Uh, Lionhead, Press Play, Rare. You Not Mojang, though. You an avatar's foot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Not for some reason, Moyang report directly to Phil though, and Shannon Loftus is head of global publishing. And I think those that's two... because of their contract with Moyang. I think it's probably well, no, because um, uh, the coalition turn ten and three four three report directly to Phil as well. I think it's just their big franchises go straight uh, to Phil, okay. and the rest of them are sort of. It's kind of like don't fuck these up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shannon used to report to Kudo mm. from, 
from what I was told. So now she's now reporting to um, Phil, where there's also another guy. Um, he's in the Hankel. Hanno Lemke, Lemke? Lemke, yeah. He's also in the position. I think he, he gets a ch uh, uh, pretty much. Uh, now, he was, a, he was a general manager over in Microsoft Europe, I believe. He, he was the studio head of Black Tusk. Right. Then he went over to be the general manager of Microsoft Studios Europe. That only happened in March. And now, it, now he's sort of sharing some of Kudo's old responsibilities. And right. he and Shannon report directly to Phil now. So that's cool. So it's, you know, I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, uh, Kudo was always more of a HoloLens guy anyway. You know, he, he seemed to, you know, he said he was going to bring the, 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 what did he say? He was going to bring the communication to the fans. Yeah. But he, yeah. he, he never really did, let's be honest. Yeah. He, he was just more of a guy that was behind the scenes. And he's more of, you know, uh, the Terry Meyerson type group where he's going to just transition over to them. Um, where they have Terry Meyerson and they got um, all those guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is, you know... Uh, you're, which likely, is um, you're now more likely to see Kudo at a build event than at the E3, basically. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I said to him. Yeah. Which is so. fine. Build's awesome. They've made build into a E3 itself. Um, for developers, yeah. For developers, yeah. Build, the last two builds have been fucking great. Uh, yeah. But, all right, well, not to get too far down that rabbit hole, I'm going to pretty much end the show here. I think we've, we've come to the end. The end? The end. What end? Well, it was right after, you know, the middle, beginning. before the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Dustin, this, I'll tell you what, you've been, you've been mugging me off a few times lately. I'm not happy about this. I think before, uh, before next week, you want to have a bit, of a, a bit of a chat with yourself. We're actually going to have a fight. We're going to get cameras. Gonna... Look, Steve, I really was going to say it's the beginning, but then I thought about it. I was like, well, there is a middle, and it is after the middle, so let me go with the middle. How so we were we were on the same page at the, the, the beginning, but I was like, no, no, there's a middle. How big are you, Steve? I want to see you and Dusty fight. Can we do this? Oh, he would probably kill me. Probably. There's a good chance. Uh, you know what, though? I am a cannibal, so uh, it would be, like, I would let you choose, like, do, do you believe in, like, you want to be smoked, or, or like, is it going to be cooked, like, more like a brisket, or, like, I'm just I'm curious, like a deep fry? We got some butt rub. Yeah. yeah I was, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I would probably smoke it. I'd like a good, you know, I'll put you in the smoker for a while. It'll, it'll be good. Don't worry. You're going to go out fantastic. I'll serve it to my neighbors. I won't tell them. <laughs> Mystery meat. <laughs> Mystery meat. Animals, some of you. <laughs> Just a few of us, honestly. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. I appreciate everybody for tuning in this week. Please tune in next week where you can actually write us at letters at xboxuncut.com and communicate and tell Vern how you missed him this week and that he needs to actually come back on the show. But sadly, I think we all might be taking the... We'll, we'll, we're going to redo the day we're going to record the podcast on because Star, Star Wars comes out on a Thursday, and yes. I think everybody is going to go see it. No, we're going to be here doing the podcast. So we might be doing the podcast a day earlier, or a day later, depending on the schedules of everybody. But 
I know everybody wants to go see Star Wars, and I'm not going to stop them. Uh, but I, I hope it's not shit. <laughs> I really do. We haven't bought tickets yet, so I'm probably not going to go see it. So we might do a one man show or two. We got to buy tickets soon. Yeah, but I think that's going to do it. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thanks for everybody in Twitch chat for hanging out with us. We will see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, we need a new Beavis and Butthead game. Shut up. The outro music's playing.